be with us now and always. Amen. Well, there's no Bible reading today because the Bible reading is very, very tiny. So we're going to invite Pastor David up for the message. Spot on. You're going to uh, hear the Bible reading in a moment, and it won't take very long, which is why, <laughs> which is why I'm doing it, just doing it myself this morning. Last words. I have sat with people and heard their last words. I have heard things from the heart. I wonder if you've ever, perhaps in a, a family member, someone close to you, whether you have reflected on their last words. Last words tell us a lot about someone and what's important to them. And if the last words of people are significant, how much more so are the last words of Jesus from the cross? Jesus spoke many, many words through his life. They're recorded in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke and John. He, he spoke words that brought life. He spoke words that brought uh, healing. He spoke words that brought hope. Words that changed the course or the direction of people's lives. But out of all that Jesus said, as well as what he did, what was it that Jesus chose to make his focus in his last words. That's what we're going to look at over, over, over these weeks leading into Easter across the next seven Sundays. There, there, there are seven statements that Jesus uh, said or made from the cross as his last words. And today we're going to be, begin uh, with the first of those. Um, and as I said, it's, it's the shortest Bible reading we've had for a while, but uh, it's, it's amazing how much uh, can come out of uh, just a few words. Luke chapter 23, verse 34. Just one verse. Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. So short that I'll say it again. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. What was Jesus' focus in these words? It, it jumps out at you. Forgiveness. Forgive them. Forgiveness is at the heart of the Christian faith. And it was at the heart of Jesus, clearly, even as he was being put to death on a cross. But if we're honest, forgiveness is such a hard thing to live out. It's all very well to talk about forgiveness until you are the one who has been asked to forgive. Forgiveness, it seems to me, is actually one of the greatest challenges of life and faith, forgiving others, especially those who have caused deep and devastating hurt. So today we look at what Jesus says here and what it shows us about forgiveness. But let me pray again just as we do that now. Lord God, you know each of our lives, you know each of the Things that are, that are there were deep within as well as on the surface. And we recognise that in this area that we're looking at this morning, it, it, it can be painful, it can be profound, it can be powerful. And so we ask, Spirit of God, that you would uh, just um, uh, gently and uh, in, in your own way, with, with, with grace, uh, just uh, speak to us afresh today 
and uh, enable us to learn from you, Jesus, as we seek to find and follow you in our lives, what it means to find and follow you on the pathway of forgiveness. And we ask this in your name. Amen. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing, Jesus said. In the original language, it's in the imperfect tense, which means Jesus didn't just say it once, he said it over and over. We we have the statement there recorded, but it, it, it actually means in the original language that Jesus said and kept on saying, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. So as he was being brought to the cross, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. As the nails were being, as he was being hung there, as he was being mocked at each point, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. What do we learn from Jesus about forgiveness here? Well, a number of things that I want to highlight this morning. Firstly, forgiveness is something that arises out of injustice. Forgiveness is something that arises out of injustice. I've come across all kinds of ways Uh, that people have been wronged or wounded in their lives. Even this past week, I've uh, had the opportunity to to sit with someone and and as I sat with them, uh, just just to listen to what they had to face uh, and its effects on them from from years ago that that, that they just uh, buried, that they just left behind, that they didn't want to go there, but it just came out. And, and I just listened and, and heard uh, some, um, some things that have been devastating to them where, uh, from, from years gone by. And we will all have those in various forms and shapes and sizes. You too will have your own wounds. You too will have your own wrongs that, that, that you have had to face, as we all do in varying degrees. But what Jesus experienced seems to me like the ultimate injustice. He was totally innocent of any wrongdoing. But in the cruelest way possible, he faced physical, emotional and relational torture here on the cross. He was dealt the the most unjust uh, wrong that probably uh, there could be in history. So if ever anyone had good reason to withhold forgiveness from those who caused him such harm, it was Jesus. Yet Jesus does the opposite. He focuses on forgiveness. Who of us has never been wounded or damaged by an action, an attitude, a word from someone else? Maybe not just maybe one-offs, maybe ongoing, sometimes it's even in ongoing ways, often causing far more than surface wounds but deep wounds, things that we never forget. I'm sure Jesus never forgot we, we, hear the, uh, we hear the statement sometimes, forgive and forget, but I'm, I'm not so sure about that. Jesus would never have forgotten what took place on the cross. <laughs> that, that, that is the centrepiece of our faith, what, what took place at the cross. And so Jesus would never have forgotten what took place at the cross. But out of that terrible injustice, forgiveness arose from his heart. Forgiveness arose in his words. Finding and following Jesus means finding and following him in various areas of our life and faith. And that includes finding and following Jesus in the process and on the pathway of forgiveness out of the wrongs and wounds that we too may have faced through life. So forgiveness 
first of all, the starting point is, is, is acknowledging and recognising that it arises out of a wrong that is done, out of, a, out of an injustice, out of, out, of, out of something that wasn't as it should have been. Secondly, forgiveness, as we look at here at Jesus' words, is something that acknowledges God's place in the process of forgiveness. Jesus was uniquely both fully God and yet fully human. But at the cross, his humanity is very evident. He, as he says, Father, forgive them. So Jesus is, uh, uh, Jesus is experiencing uh, the, the, the reality of, of, of pain here and all that that involves. And in, in, the, in the pain of his experience, and uh, he, he, he is um, at the cross and he's been separated from, from, from his father uh, in, in the most horrendous and awful way, uh, that, that relationship that they are one, and yet that's been separated. Uh, Jesus is acknowledging the place of his father God in the process of offering forgiveness. And I think there's something for us to learn in that, that in our humanity, we too need to acknowledge God's place in that process. Because only God can enable us to forgive when from a human perspective, forgiveness can sometimes seem like a mountain too hard to climb. Some of you may remember the names Danny and Leela Abdallah. Uh, over the summer, I, I, I read a book that um, uh, included their story, and I, I remember at the time being quite impacted by them. Um, if, if you don't remember the names, they were um, parents who had three of their children that were mown down and killed by a drunk driver in Sydney a number of years ago. Their lives were shattered, completely shattered by what took place. But yet they incredibly spoke of how they forgave the driver and, 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 the, and the, the, they acknowledged the significant place of God and their faith in making that possible. True forgiveness that, that, that sometimes seems a mountain too hard to climb from a human perspective comes from the heart of God, comes through the work of God in our hearts and lives, no matter what we may have experienced, no matter what that uh, wrong or wound or injustice might be. Forgiveness is something that not only arises from an injustice, but that acknowledges God's place in the process. To, to, to make possible what may, what may be either very difficult or even impossible from a human perspective. But thirdly, forgiveness is anchored in both mercy and justice. Mercy and justice. Some years ago, my, on my, I was on my way to church when my car broke down. Uh, my, my, uh, my, my old uh, car um, just uh, had an issue and uh, it just wouldn't go any further. And uh, I had to leave it in a, in a no-parking zone because uh, I just had to get it to, to a safe area. Couldn't uh, just had to turn right in and it happened to be a no-parking area. And I had to leave it there until after church. I had to get here. I couldn't, uh, couldn't uh, deal with it then and there. So I wrote a little note. Wrote a little note, uh, left it on the windscreen, explaining I was coming back to deal with the situation as soon as I could. Uh, after church, I said oh, uh, uh, where I was going and... Probably wrote too long a note. <laughs> and I was hoping that would, uh, that would suffice, that I'd be let off the hook. So I got back to the car later, only to receive a ticket. I was hoping for mercy, but justice prevailed over mercy as far as the parking inspector was concerned, even if I was at church. Mercy and justice don't have to be opposites, though. In fact, both are important to God. And uh, the, the prophet Micah, uh, put, uh, says uh, 
holds the two together, as uh, many other parts in the Bible do as well. But uh, Micah chapter 6, verse 8, what does the Lord require of you to act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God? Cat mentioned, Pastor Cat mentioned though, that verse uh, at the start of the service. So when we think about forgiveness, true forgiveness, as modelled for us by Jesus at the cross, is anchored in both mercy and justice. It's not one or the other. They're, they're not opposites. Uh, mercy is being shown to those who didn't really deserve it. But justice still needed to be done. Justice still needed to be done in the wrong that had been done against God by humanity, which the Bible calls sin, still had to be dealt with. And it was at the cross through Jesus. Jesus was the one who dealt with that at the cross. At the cross, mercy and justice are held side by side as they need to be when it comes to forgiveness. So let me unpack that a little more when what, it, uh, what that might look like in our lives when it comes to forgiveness. Forgiveness needs to show mercy in our response. But forgiveness does not diminish the fact that there are consequences of actions or that justice needs to prevail also. Of course, the reality is that justice doesn't always prevail in life in this broken and messed up world. But in God's kingdom, which is both here and yet to come, it does. And if, 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 there, if, that, isn't, um, if that doesn't take full effect on this earth, it certainly does beyond it. So justice, uh, when it comes to forgiveness, mercy and, it's anchored in mercy and in justice. The two can be held side by side alongside one another in forgiveness. Forgiveness arises out of injustice. It acknowledges God's place in the process. It's anchored in both mercy and justice. But finally today, forgiveness is about our sakes and not just others. Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing, Jesus says. Now, think about that a little more with me for a moment. In one sense, those who did what they did to Jesus knew exactly what they were doing. They, they, they were responsible for it. Uh, they, they, uh, they knew what they were doing. But what Jesus is meaning here is that they didn't comprehend the enormity of the impact of what they were doing. They didn't comprehend the enormity of the impact of what they were doing. And that can be true also with someone who wrongs us. They can be ignorant or even worse, they can be indifferent to the, to the impact of the effect of their wrong on us. That, that can happen all the time. And, uh, and, and um, it's something that uh, is, is really important to, uh, to recognise that uh, a wound or a hurt, uh, often the full extent of, of, of the effect of that isn't, uh, isn't understood by those who have uh, caused that. Yet forgiveness isn't just about the sake of the person who's wronged us. It's about our sake. Without pursuing the pathway of forgiveness, things can build up and things can be harder to deal with, much, much harder to deal with on the hearts of our lives. I, I certainly know the difference um, in our, uh, at our place if, um, uh, if I leave the dishes. If I leave the dishes for uh, not just an hour, but if I leave the dishes... Look, when, when, when Michelle was away, I, I could have left the dishes for days. <laughs> but you know who would have... You know who would have uh, who would have been the one most affected by that? Me. Because they would have been just so hard to scrub off. Better to deal with it sooner rather than later. Lindy Chamberlain, 
Another person, I mentioned the, the Abdallahs before, but Lindy Chamberlain is, is another person in an Australian context who's someone who, uh, who I heard speak at a Melbourne prayer breakfast some years ago. And Lindy Chamberlain, many of you will know the name, someone, again, who experienced being wrong to a degree beyond what most of us can imagine. She put it like this, don't get stuck at the place of unforgiveness. She had every right to after what had happened to her. But don't get stuck at the place of unforgiveness because it will go with you wherever you go. It will go with you and stay with you wherever you go. So as we close, I want to I ask you this morning, where are you at, I wonder, on the pathway of forgiveness? I don't know all about your life or your, your situation, I don't know the ways you may have been wounded or wronged or hurt in small or, or large ways. But what I do know is that Jesus calls us to find and follow him and he calls us to find and follow him on the pathway of forgiveness. And sometimes it takes a while to get there. It, it's not just, a, it's not just a, a, a click your fingers and it's like that. It, it, it's a process, sometimes it's a, it, it's a journey. But sometimes a symbolic or a tangible thing can help us in the pathway of pursuing forgiveness as well. And so um, today, as we sing our closing song, I want to invite any of us, um, or, or many of us, whatever, doesn't matter, um, to take one of the decorative stones. I've, I've got some little stones or pebbles on, on the table down the front here. They're, they're all different shapes and sizes. Some are little, some are, some are bigger. Some are, uh, they're, they're all kinds of uh, different ones. Um, but, but to take one of those representing a, a wrong or a wound uh, and, and to place it at the foot of the cross where Jesus made possible forgiveness like never before as well as offering it. It's, it's just a symbolic or a tangible thing. Sometimes these things are helpful. Symbolic or a tangible thing of, of expressing, no, I, I don't want to be stuck at the place of, 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 uh, on the pathway of unforgiveness, but I, I, want to be, I want to allow God to bring me towards or to the place of forgiveness. And uh, so as, as we sing our last song, there's, there's an opportunity to do that. There's some hand sanitizer there too because hands in around different, uh, different stones or pebbles in there, but it's just a tangible thing that can be very helpful uh, sometimes in, um, in, in our journeys. So let me pray, and uh, then there's the opportunity to just uh, take one of those um, and just uh, place it at the foot of the cross um, during the singing of our last song. Let's pray. Lord, we realise that we need you in our lives. We certainly need you and your work 